0: Welcome to the spark to your success. My name is TJ Dow and I believe that we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours and light it up, not only do you light up inside and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you and allow others to feel that amazing too. What a great gift to give, not just to yourself, but to the people around you. The Spark to Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little inspiration, a little bit of insight, and to bring some positivity into your day. So welcome to this episode for young people and the young at heart. Last week, we were talking about balance, getting your balance, finding your balance, balance balancing acts, school or work-life balance. Is balance really a true thing or just an illusion? as we're constantly making fine adjustments in order to maintain what looks like balance. If you missed this whole discussion, do go back an episode and catch up. I'd love to hear your thoughts about it. This week, we're talking, well, to be honest, actually, no, to be perfectly honest, quite honestly, we're talking about, yes, the word honest, What runs through your mind when someone starts the sentence with a phrase like that? Well, to be quite honest, do you kind of brace yourself a little bit, like for what's coming next? Like prepare for the next words to maybe sting a little bit. (laughs) When somebody says, can I be honest with you? Have you ever said anything but yes, of course you can. What have you said? No, no, sorry. I don't want you to be honest with me. Would you ever think that? (laughs) What if I said no? Are you going to lie to me instead? Or say nothing and move on? Not tell me the truth? Is the absence of honesty dishonesty? Or do you have to actually tell a lie to be dishonest? Coming back to those little untruths we call lies later. What's the difference about being honest and being perfectly honest. <laughs> why does somebody have to put perfectly in there? <laughs> is the first not quite honest or not honest enough? Is that like, why do we have to add perfectly honest? do you think it's a bit odd that we have to add the word perfectly? Surely honesty is just honesty and honestly is just honestly and the truth is just the truth. And if it's not perfectly honest... And is it dishonest? I don't know. It just Is it just me that stops and thinks about things like that? <laughs> Go on. Be honest. Do you think about being like these things being a bit odd as well as me? Do we reframe the words that are about to come out with phrases to prepare the person like we're speaking with to get ready for something they might not want to hear (laughs) are we like prepping them ready just giving them a little little bit of a an intro to oh my gosh you're not going to like what to say next so let me just say to be perfectly honest or can I tell you the truth like do we do it for their sake to get them ready or is it more about for our sake we're almost kind of making it okay to say the next sentence which we might not feel okay saying like do we feel that we're about to upset someone so we have to give them the heads up in advance and excuse ourselves for the impact it might have by telling them that we're going to be truthful it's weird isn't it so like is it to prepare them or is it really preparing ourselves why do we need to prepare in order to tell the truth i just think it's all a bit odd Or is it simply a reflection of either a habit? We picked up these phrases and the practice of saying them from others. Like, did you pick up those phrases from parents or teachers or siblings or friends? Or are we not honest as often as we should be on a daily basis? So when we are going to really tell the truth, we have to kind of announce it in advance, which also begs the question... Do you lie? <laughs> no, honestly, do you lie? Are you tempted to say no? I don't lie, T.J. <laughs> Deny that you ever lie when actually that in itself would be an untruth. Can you 100% with absolute truth and honesty say that you've never lied, never, ever, 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 not even a little white, not even a little white lie? <laughs> Okay, I can't speak for everyone in the whole world, but I think you would agree that the vast majority of us have indeed felt it was okay to tell a lie, even if it was just a little white lie. Why do we call it a little white lie, right? A lie is a lie, but we can again justify it a little bit, don't we? We soften it. It might not have been a big, fat, blatant lie in your face. (laughs) This is a big, fat lie. More perhaps. It was just a bending of the truth or a missing out of certain facts. Like We have to justify it, manipulate it, soften it. Why is a little lie okay? If it really is still a lie. Is there really a good reason to lie? Like really in the end, some people might say, well, it was only a little white lie because I didn't want to hurt someone's feelings. Well, was that really about the other person and sparing their feelings? Or was it more about you and sparing your feelings of being a bit awkward in telling them a truth? And did it ever come back to bite you later? Even though you thought it was just a little inconsequential thing at the time. as only been at a time when it started with what you thought was an innocent little untruth. But then you had to tell another little untruth to cover the first. And then before you know it, you've had to tell another to cover that one and that one. And now you have to keep track of all the little lies that were stacking up. And before you know it, you were just in too deep. And not only was doing all that exhausting, keeping track of all of it, but then things didn't begin to add up for people. And the more you told, the more they didn't add up. And then you got busted. Then you had to finally admit to it. And it was much worse than if you had just told the truth in the beginning before it all began to get out of hand. How does this journey of deceit begin? When did we start weaving this web of untruths? Is there really an okay lie or is it just okay because nobody found out? <laughs> was it okay, but then you got busted and then it was not okay? Hmm. So why do we lie and where and when did we begin lying? Usually, we tell our first lie as a child. Yeah. And it usually is because we want to avoid getting into trouble for something we did or didn't do. Your mum or dad asks you, did you eat all of your dinner? And you say, yes, because you want the treat. <laughs> or did you tidy up and you quickly push everything under the sofa or behind cushions before they come in? And you say, oh, yes, yes, I did. Not that you would ever do anything like that. Of course, you never would. Or the teacher says, Have you done your homework? And you say, um, Yes. Where is it? Um, I left it at home. Um, I came out in a hurry and I forgot it. Um, I did it, but the dog ate it. <laughs> it's a kind of defense mechanism, isn't it, for not wanting to be in trouble? And you know, as soon as it leaves your lips, that it wasn't the right thing to do, but it's too late. It's out and you feel bad, or maybe a worse thing happens, you get away with it, you feel relieved, you got away with it, and now it sets up the reward loop. I lied. It was okay. And you do it again. I lied. Nobody noticed. And before you know it, you just can't help it. Ever known someone that you just can't trust anything that they say is true? because it just became such a habit. They just cannot help but say untruths. And it probably isn't serving them, and it's not serving the people around them. Hmm. So how does it feel when you are lied to? It doesn't matter how big the deception, just doesn't feel good. We feel disrespected, disappointed, let down, hurt, angry, upset, betrayed. Like the response can vary on the whole emotional scale, but at the time, all the time, the answer is, it feels horrible. I'd rather they just tell me the truth. Isn't that how you respond? I just would have rather you told me the truth. Then at least I could have dealt with it. But now you just made it worse. There's a gentleman called Gary King, and Gary King will tell you there is no such thing as an inconsequential lie. Think about that. No such thing as an inconsequential lie. No matter how big or small, there's always consequences. Sooner or later, it will have a consequence either for you and possibly the person you lied to. Probably both. You get found out and that trashes trust. For you with the person you lied to they might not want to have anything to do with you anymore it might mean you're not able to join in with certain groups or activities anymore it might mean you're in big trouble people are upset and disappointed with you you are upset and disappointed in yourself and that feels rubbish it feels rubbish because you got found out but it feels rubbish because you lied to But the act of being dishonest not only causes you to feel bad, but it actually causes an incongruity inside, incongruency. It impacts your nervous system in a negative way. Your unconscious mind, that most powerful part of you, knows what is true, and it cannot be congruent with an untruth. So it begins to cause an uneasy feeling inside you, a feeling of dis-ease, eventually that's going to manifest itself in the body as aches, as pains, as weaknesses, as illnesses. It impacts your immune system. You fall more prone to coughs and colds and headaches and sore throats and migraines. In other words, that feeling of dis-ease manifests in your body as disease Not only do we feel better, earn respect and go up in people's estimation when we build a reputation for being honest, it actually is really good for you. Good for your mental health, good for your physical health, good for your well-being when you tell the truth. That means telling the truth to other people and telling the truth to yourself. When you lie, there actually are changes in the body. Because your body knows it's not being true to who you really are. Some of those changes can be detected by experts in body language. Yeah, Have you ever seen programs on the TV where the detectives sort of bring in the body language experts and they can say, oh, he wasn't telling them the truth because... He touched his nose, as he said, that, or he was covering his mouth with his hand. Or there were certain eye movements. Some of them can be like micro muscle movements that they pick up, little twitches that your unconscious mind makes happen to give you away. Some of them actually do indicate that somebody is not being truthful. <laughs> but a word of caution also, that sometimes... They are just an indication that someone might not be telling the truth versus an absolute. Definitely, you are not telling the truth. You're a liar. <laughs> so just be a little bit cautious. They're just dots. So we join the dots before we create a picture rather than jump to conclusions. But also... People do get good at covering these signs up when they want to deliberately deceive somebody. They're good at, like, practicing their, what is it, your poker face, (laughs) not to give away signs physically. But some changes are more internal. So your heart rate goes up, your breathing changes, you sweat a little bit more, you secrete different hormones and different amounts of oils on the skin or little telltale signs that might be picked up by a lie detector test rather than somebody observing you physically. So they'll hook you up to a lie detector test. They'll do some tests, ask you to say some things that they know are true, ask you to say some things that are a lie, and then they've got a benchmark and they'll see what happens, right? Some people, though, even get good at fooling the lie detectors when they've done it enough times or they've been trained to be able to control their bodily responses to fool the lie detectors. So there is another little test that is pretty accurate too and fun to do. Did you know that your body is also a lie detector? It has it built in. Yes, we are all human lie detectors. I love this we've played this game many, many times with young people on all sorts of our courses and residential courses and stuff as well. So you can test the human body using an arm usually to be specific to find out whether somebody's telling the truth or not. The truth will always make the body strong. A lie will always weaken the body because it's bad for you. So there's a practice called kinesiology or muscle testing that can pick up these changes in the body. So try this with a friend. This is fun. Get them to stand up straight, put their arm out in front of them at shoulder height. And then you stand next to them, put two fingers on top of their outstretched wrist and ask them to resist you as you push down on their arm. That'll give you just a benchmark for their ability to resist your pushing down. Yeah. Next, get them to put their arm up, put your fingers on their wrist and get them to state their true name. So if it was me, I would say my name is TJ Dow. Let me just say that a few times. And as you do that, just pressing down on their wrist with those two fingers. And you should find that they're able to resist you pushing their arm down without too much brute force on their part. Next get them to say a name that is not their name, a made up name. So for instance, they could say, uh, my name is Minnie Mouse. (laughs) As they say, my name is Minnie Mouse, my name is Minnie Mouse, push down on their wrist again. And this time, I pretty much guarantee you'll easily push their arm down. It will be it will just be really weak. And only if they try with brute force, forcing their arm up, will they actually keep it there. They will actually be quite shocked at how easily their arm goes down. It is hilarious. It's the weirdest thing. And at the same time, it's the coolest thing because it actually works. Do have a go. Your body will test strong for a truth and weak for a lie. And you can use muscle testing in many other ways as well. It is a whole science and practice. But so if you're interested, do Google kinesiology or muscle testing. So the message for today is the truth is always the best option. Better for you, better for the people around you. So I challenge you, let's have a little challenge on the podcast today. I challenge you for the whole of next week, yes, a whole seven days to go without telling a lie. Not even a little lie, no white lies, no untruths, not to you or anyone else. Now, It might be that you just need to find some kind of words to say to deliver a message or more elegant ways of delivering the truth, but be honest and tell the truth no matter what. It might feel a bit uncomfortable. It might not be very easy at first, but every time it will make you stronger, it will bring more positivity and it definitely will have a beneficial impact for you. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on the subject. I'd love to hear if you make it through a week, <laughs> your honest thoughts. And did you make it through a week or not? Do join the conversation by emailing me at tj.dow at sparktoyoursuccess.co.uk or contact me through the website at www.backontrackteens.com. I always love to hear from you. So you have been listening to me, TJ Dow, on this The Spark to Your Success podcast. Until next time, be honest. Bye for now.